0: hey everybody welcome to the successful mind podcast on today's episode David and I are talking about blind spots and if you're feeling even a little bit stuck in your business right now make sure you give a listen and let us know how we can help all right, all right. you're listening
1: to the successful mind podcast. Successful people learn how to make their minds work for them.
0: We are life is now, and this is the successful mind podcast. I'm excited for today's podcast. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, um, we're going to be talking about one of my most favorite topics, and the thing that I that I find the most um, rewarding and helping our clients get through. And that is blind spots. They're a big deal. They're a really big deal.
1: Yeah. And, uh, and, and well, they're a big deal and they're a big reward, right? It's true. It, that's one of the things that's really kind of cool about them. I mean, we, that's
0: why I like them so much. Yeah. Right? yeah there's a
1: huge reward on the other side.
0: Yeah. And we've seen it. I mean, well, we've seen it with ourselves and we've seen it with, with our clients.
1: Absolutely. But I, re- I think,
0: Oh, sorry. Go I ahead. was going to
1: say, I re- you know, the, 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 um, I have all kinds of blind spot stories, but the first one for me was my story about um, tripling my income, driving the forklift. And it was, and the reason that I wanted to mention it, Steph, is because it is, for me, it's the pivotal story that caused me to be so inquisitive about what happened to me that put me on this journey to begin with, mm-hmm. because nothing in my life said that your income should triple, especially where I was, high school dropout, like poor work record. I mean, McDonald's was the highlight of my career at that point. Like, I mean, come on, right? I had nothing, nothing. And, and uh, you know, hanging out on the streets and, you know, just doing all that kind of nonsense. And I go through a struggle period and and make a change um, and everything changes. Like the whole world turns upside down for the, and for the good. And I remember thinking to myself afterwards, why did I not see this opportunity that allowed me to triple my income? And it was around me for two years. I mean, even today when I think back, because I, I remember what the suffering was like that I was going through every freaking day trying to figure out how do I get out of this problem that I created for myself and not seeing an opportunity that was around me constantly, just total blind spot, complete there, nothing like I would sit down with a pad and a pen and try to figure out financially how do I increase my income if I get this many raises and if I don't get written up for shoddy work or or being late to work or whatever, and if I do this and if I do that and if I can pick this up on part time or what you know, and there's nothing here it is right in front of me, right smack in front of me every week, twice a week, and i and I don't see it. and then all of a sudden, through a couple of small changes in my attitude, there it is. And my income triples in a month. And it, I mean, all I was hoping for the best would be that I would double it, yeah. right? To go yeah. from 20 to 40, but I went to 62 in a month and then realizing that it had been around me and I couldn't, and I didn't see it. And I didn't know why I didn't see it. I mean, it wasn't like it, you needed to be some College genius or something to be able to see what the opportunity was, right? I didn't understand why I didn't see it, and it took me years before I figured out what it was. And 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 what it was was I had a blind spot, and I didn't know that, and I didn't never heard of it before. I didn't know what it what it was or how it kept me from psychologically understanding something that was right in front of my face.
0: So, I love that story. Most people who listen to our podcast regularly know that story. Yeah, but can we go back a little bit and just provide some context, what is a blind spot? I mean, when I think of blind spot, I think of obviously driving, right? I'm driving on the road and I go to turn and there's a car that I can't see that's in my blind spot. Yep. It's there, but I can't see it. Yep. Right. So can you explain from a psychological perspective and relate it into how this shows up in business? What, what is a blind
1: spot? Well, so, I, so here's where I think the term actually came from. Uh, most people don't realize this, but our actual vision has a blind spot in it and there's this exercise that we used to do in live events where you could show somebody the blind spot with the square right yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. on a a sheet of paper and if you move the paper away from their eyes all of a sudden it'll disappear right in front of them and that's where your blind spot is and what happens is is that the visual part of your brain fills in that little teeny space with everything else that's going on around it so you never notice that you have one and it kind of works the same way like with a car on the side of you, it gets into a space where you can't see it. Um, And so for that moment, it's invisible. A blind spot in the way that we're talking about it is basically a psychological blind spot. It's caused by perception. And the perception based on our belief system, how we expect things to happen in our life, what we expect to happen as far as results, how we believe things should work, it will fill in a space that we can't see, that should be an opportunity for us with the way that we expect life to be, and then and then we have a blind spot. So we end up with a problem, and uh, our subconscious goes, "Well, here's the pattern for dealing with this problem. You've been dealing with this problem over and over again, and it just completely fills it in, and you don't see anything else because you don't know what it is to look for. So it's totally blind to you. It's blind in your perception." It's blind visually, it's blind emotionally, like through all of our receptors, we can't see it. It takes it takes a shift in perception to be able to actually see what it is.
0: And I know for me, some of the symptoms that I've had in terms of a blind spot is I feel like there's something I'm missing. Mm-hmm. Like I have a feeling inside, I'm trying all these things, I'm not getting the result that I want, and I feel like I'm missing something. Like there's something that I'm missing. I don't know, I'm not aware of, I can't see. Is do, you, is that how you felt when you talking about your blind spot or you just, you just didn't even think that there was an, another option until um, it presented itself?
1: No, I, no, I, I, I think I don't, did I feel there was something missing? I think the answer is yes. I don't know that I would have worded it that way <clears throat> because I was consciously looking for something like I'm like, I would sit down every night and I would put a calculator and a pen and a pad of paper to work and really trying to figure, I was determined that there had to be some way out of this, I just couldn't see what it was. But I didn't know the language either, right? So, I uh, I guess I did feel that I was missing something, but I didn't know I didn't know what it was. And the other, and the another reason that I knew that I was missing something was that, for really for the first time in my life, um, I decided that I needed to ask people because I was just stuck. So I started going to people and asking and it was even a blind spot there because I didn't realize I was asking people that couldn't answer the question.
0: Oh, that's a common problem.
1: Right? Right? Like- and that's a, that was a huge <laughs> blind spot. I didn't understand who I needed to go to to actually have somebody answer the question. So it was stuck 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 stuck. But I did but yes, I had to have known that because otherwise I wouldn't have persisted in in that direction, right? I knew that there was an answer somehow. I just didn't know what it was. And I knew that I was missing it for sure.
0: Did you ask people who, so let me, I mean, how do I, hold on, I don't want to ask this question. When you were asking for help, were you asking people who had never experienced what you were looking to experience?
1: Yeah. I was asking working class people, um, middle-class individuals. I asked people that I worked with. I asked, you asked your family my parents, members. I asked yeah, my parents, family, yeah. I asked my parents, um, Trying to think who else I asked my uncle, uh, which is also he's a big part of that story. Uh, There were a lot of people that I asked, and I, you know, again, it's it's an interesting thing because I'm thinking to myself, okay, my parents should be able to answer this question. My uncle should be able to answer this question. There were some other people that I thought should have been able to answer the question. They all answered the question the same way. Was like work harder on what you're doing, basically. (laughs) That that was their answer. And I, that, that, that answer almost made me cry when they would say that, because I felt trapped. I felt like I couldn't get out, you know, and I wanted to get out, but it was like, you're telling me that I'm doomed into this thing for the rest of my life. I'm not working on this goddamn forklift for the rest of my life. Don't, you know, and I felt like that that's what they were telling me. That's how it felt to me. Um, but I didn't know was that I should have been looking for people that, had a different result than I did, like somebody who had gotten out, somebody who had been through a hardship and turned it around, and w- somebody that had more success than my family. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Let's put it, let's say what it is. I mean, yeah, that's really yeah. what it is. And I'm not putting them down. I'm just, they can't tell you what they don't know. Right. You know, none of them went to school.
0: Right. Yeah. I got the same advice like, that you did when I first started looking at options for myself. We're Leaving teaching, you know, what do you, you know, you got it really good. You've got security, you've got,
1: Delta you know, insurance.
0: and I asked, I asked my dad, you know, my dad who, you know, begrudgingly walked into a factory for 30 years of his life, right? The wrong person to ask. He's going to give me an answer based on his, yeah. on his experience and perception. He still to this day, like says, I, I can't believe I gave you that advice. Like now you that I know for 30 years in a 32 years
1: in a factory. I know. Like, how do you do that? Giving
0: himself a pep yeah. talk every day to get in. I know he did though. Yeah, he did. Um, so, so no one's immune to a, to a blind spot. Any, any business owner, anyone at any level, no one's immune to a blind spot. And it shows up in your words as you're stuck. Right. Like you're just stuck. You, yep. You're trying things. You're trying to figure things out. You're, you know, trying to get out of the stuckness, but you remain stuck. And in, in a business setting, this looks like your income's plateaued, right? Your income's plateaued. No matter how hard you work, um, no matter what you try, it's it's still the same, if not worse. Yes, because your income only plateau for a certain amount of time before it starts going backwards, right? You're either growing or you're dying. Right. Um, for me, you know, you're the one that helped me understand that I had a blind spot in a really pivotal t- pivotal time in my first business. Which opened up incredible opportunities for me. And had I not overcome that blind spot, I would probably still be there.
1: Isn't that wild?
0: Like I look back on, I I will never forget the moment that I became aware of that blind spot. And just the, like you said, it was like, I wasn't trapped anymore. Mm -hmm. Right. It was like, oh, I, oh, so
1: Yeah, You were locked in, you were really locked into the loyalty.
0: Loyalty. Yes. So this is, this was my blind spot. One of my biggest blind, and I've had many, let's be honest. I have blind spots probably every day in terms of, you know, what we're doing here. Yeah. Well, we we always will. But my biggest blind spot was I, um, it was after I had opened my practice. I had my first business um, and I was growing and I was doing really well. And I got to a plateau, which then led me to hire you to help me grow my business. And I was successful. It was a successful six figure business. It was just me and and an assistant and a and a bookkeeper. um I was well known i I mean it it was in all accounts, it was going really well, but I'd gotten to a certain level and I couldn't get past that and I would have coaching conversations with you, and you would continually ask me, "Are you sure this is what you want to do like Steph, are you sure this is what you want to do? And I would, I would get like pissed off at you for asking me that. <laughs> like, of course, this is what I want to do. <laughs> this is what I hired you for. I want to build my business. In the back of my mind, I'm thinking, is this guy like, is this guy messing with me? Like, should, does is he not think he can help me? Does he not think I'm good enough to be able to build this business? Like, totally wrong thinking about it, right? And then I think it was probably like the 15th time you asked me are you sure this is what you want to be doing? And I finally looked at you and said, why are you asking me that? And you said, well, tell me why you think you should be doing this. Yeah. And I said, I got actually really emotional, and I said, I know that I need to be doing this because the information that I got that helped my daughter become well, which was the whole reason I went into my nutrition practice to begin with, I felt like I owed God, universe, spirit a debt. That I was repaying a debt because I was so scared for her life mm. that this, this answer came to me. I'm getting emotional again. This answer came to me and nothing in life is free, okay. right? So I have to repay this debt. Like everything in my life up to that point had strings attached. And you, you kind of took a long pause as you do. And those of you who know David and coach with him know he's the king of long pauses and he said, oh, that's not how God works. There is no debt. There, is, there are no strings attached. That was a gift. And it was like, it was, I don't know, like harps played, like clouds parted. Yeah. I don't know what it was. And I, it was so far out of my perception that I wouldn't have to repay anything for that, that that just was like, okay, so. If I didn't feel like I had to do this and repay a debt, what would I do? And that's what really put me on the path of what I'm doing right now, actually. Right. right. Because then I sold my practice. I started working for Life is Now and have built what we've built together since then. It was such a pivotal moment yeah. in my life. And it was a major blind spot. It was an emotional blind spot. It wasn't like a strategic, you know, not like a strategy that I didn't know what I was doing, but no. it was definitely keeping me feeling. Trapped into where I was and also keeping me stuck at the income level that yeah. I had achieved.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, is that, and, and, and I get it. Uh, the, it, it saved your daughter's life, right? I mean, it, it totally, it totally changed everything. It was something that you could do. You got these answers. God helped you see what you weren't, what you weren't seeing. And I think that just the normal human emotion is gratitude or something like that like let me what can i do thank god you know that that this happened but that gift there's no price for that right it's just asking and it's and it's given
0: and that's all coming from that at the time that was all coming from my worthiness issue sure, right sure. like i need to be worthy to have received this gift and therefore i need to do these things and help other people in this way not i can just keep helping people in general
1: <laughs> right, right
0: <laughs> rather than you know trying to teach them how to how to live a healthy lifestyle.
1: Right. Absolutely. But you know, the um, if you if we look at if we look at a couple of things that are important there. One, if we think about the age that you were at that time, you're looking for purpose in your life, right? We're also looking for verification. Are we on the right track? We're constantly looking for that.
0: Right. Well, I was in my late twenties. So I wasn't, you know, like I was, yeah. I, you know, and I was very new to mm-hmm. To mindset. I mean, really, I built the majority of my business just by being an unconscious competent, right? Right. Like. Right, right. So I was looking for, I was looking for, is this my purpose? This Mm -hmm. must be my purpose because this happened to me. And therefore, this is what I must do because this happened to me.
1: Yeah. It just seems to be the obvious thing. Right. Yep. I get it.
0: Right. It was definitely keeping me stuck for sure.
1: Yep. Are you constantly struggling with the same business problems and feeling like you're stuck in a never-ending cycle? Are you tired of wasting time and energy trying to figure things out on your own? We are Life is Now Incorporated, and we understand the importance of addressing blind spots in your business. That's why we created the Business Growth Accelerator, a two-day small group workshop that includes direct one-on-one coaching from myself and my CEO, Steph Tuss. With our personalized guidance, You'll finally address the blind spots in your business that are holding you back. You'll learn how to identify hidden opportunities in your business, create an implementation strategy, and overcome your specific challenges. Plus, you'll learn to walk away with clarity, knowledge, plan, and tools and confidence to grow your business. Don't waste any more time and energy struggling with the same problems. Sign up for the Business Growth Accelerator today and receive the personalized guidance that you need to break free from this cycle. For more information, go to lifeisnowinc.com forward slash growth. Don't miss out on this opportunity to unlock your business's full potential. Again, for more information, go to lifeisnowinc.com forward slash growth. And
0: now back to the show.
1: and we see this in in the business that we're in we deal with this with people every day and it's it's interesting because their perception causes them to see something um that is very much tied to how they see their value in the world how they what what they so their everybody's internal value sets up an expectation mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Here's this expectation. And then through my perception, I'm looking to see what it is that I actually expect. But that's an internal level uh, that keeps people stuck a lot of the time. And they they don't know how to get to the thing that they want. They know that, some, that there's something else out there for them, but they can't see why it's stuck and why they're stuck. And they don't realize that it's that internal expectation of their own self-worth or value tied in with experiences in their paradigm and you know all that stuff that just keeps them seeing the things that they're seeing and they stay in the same place.
0: I have a perfect example of this with one of our current clients. Tell me. Um so I I I'm just thinking of this now so I don't have permission to 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 share his name so I'm just going to Okay. I'm just I'm just going to tell the story. So several weeks ago, um I was facilitating our CEO Solutions program and our CEO Solutions program is really about how how um what is CEO Solutions really about? <laughs> I just taught it. It's about how to become a better leader, to lead your team, to help your team be their best, so they can grow yep. your company, to achieve the vision, so that everyone, everyone prospers and everyone wins. And this is a this is a client who's been with us for a long time. Um, he's a brilliant man, um, brilliant attorney. Um, that's like has groundbreaking cases. Yep. That he takes on and, and fights, um, really just super passionate about what he does. You hear him talk about what he does, you can feel his heart, like that kind of a, sure. That kind of an attorney. Like he, he is 100 percent in it because he believes 100 percent in what he does and he wants to, to help people. The problem is, he is not meant to lead his company at all. Like every time he tries to lead people, he creates more problems and more stress and gets more frustrated and actually. Is Tell everybody
1: why that is, though, so we are, so that yes. people don't confuse. Not everybody that lead that's a leader in their company is meant to lead the company.
0: No, in fact, about fifty percent of founders of companies aren't meant to lead their own company, right? So, yep. c- take in point, c- taken point, case in point, you and I. Yeah. Right. If you were, and I'm going to be just very blunt about this because I know I'm not going to hurt your feelings. But if you were to to do the things that I do with our team, if you were to lead our team, you would go crazy and they would leave.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Right. Like because your your purpose is to be the visionary. You're supposed to have you you drive the company. You have the big vision. You, you, you're the you speak passionately about what you do. Now I do that in in a way too, because I'm a little bit both visionary and integrator, but you're not meant to actually manage people.
1: No. No, I'm not.
0: You're meant to
1: teach. I'm a teacher. I'm in various, the various different ways that I do that. You're meant to do the thing. I'm meant to do the thing. You're meant to
0: do the thing. You're not meant to manage the people.
1: I am not a people manager. So
0: this attorney is the exact same way. He is meant to do the thing. A hundred percent meant to do the thing, not manage people. And I was having a conversation with him. It was interesting because it was day two of CEO solutions and he had gotten a he'd gotten like a text message where one of his attorneys messed something up and he got so frustrated and he had actually hired an integrator who was sitting next to him and she was feeling uncomfortable because he was frustrated. She knew in her head, he really shouldn't be dealing with it, but they hadn't developed the relationship enough for her to tell him like, dude, stop it. This is mine. Like you're not in, get out of my lane. Like I would if, if we were having this conversation. Right. Absolutely. And and I walked up to him and I looked at him and I just said, why is it that you can't accept that you're not meant to manage people? Like you are not meant to manage people. Every time you do, your business gets stuck. You become frustrated. It takes your focus off of what you're supposed to be focused. It like complete, it, it creates complete sabotage. Mm-hmm. And he said, I don't know. I hate it. I hate, I hate it. I hate managing people. I hate these conversations. I hate trying to hold people accountable. And I said, "Cause you're not meant to." He's like, "But I'm the founder. Aren't founders meant to do that?" And I said, "No." <laughs> and this is a guy who'd taken our leadership assessment, right, and had the results that even said to him, "He's not meant to be leading
1: people." Yeah.
0: He's meant to be leading a movement. Yeah. He's meant to be leading an idea. He's meant to be leading great change, right. not people. And I I was just, I was talking to him and trying to just tell him, you are, you, are, you are the visionary. You are not the integrator. And I watched a tear, like I watched a tear come out of his eye and like drain down his cheek. And he said, I've never heard you say that before. Or, or he said, I never heard you say that like that before. And I was just like please, can you just take it in and understand that the reason that you feel like you need to leave people is because of your own self-worth and you need to transfer that to being the visionary.
1: Yep. That's, that's amazing.
0: And it was like everything, in like his body changed, how he was sitting changed, his expression changed. And let me tell you, his integrator was wanting to high-five me the entire oh, way. And he kept asking her, is this what you're seeing? And she's saying, yes, absolutely, 100%. And he would again continue to be like, "Are you sure? Is this what your is this what your understanding is?" And she was like, "This is why I took the job. I took the job because you were so passionate about what it is that we do. So fast." And it was like he was he was set. Now let's hope that he it stays that way, right? Like I'm I'm hoping. Well, I know he's listening to this podcast. Yeah, like he is.
1: Might take a few bumps.
0: An incredible person that can do amazing things, if he will get out of where he's not supposed to be, if he will stay in his lane. And that's a big blind spot for a lot of people, is that they think they need to be doing these things because of some kind of inner value or inner self-worth. And it's actually holding their business back. It's keeping them stuck. It's creating problems. Like when he's in the doing of the business, it's actually creating problems that stunt the growth of his company.
1: Yeah, for sure. It is a, um, I think, I think it would, it's, and once, once somebody realizes that, I do think it takes a few bumps in order for them to move into fully accepting that. And I think some of the reasons are a question, you start to question your own worth. Like, shouldn't, aren't, aren't I supposed to be able to do this? What does it say about me that I can't do this? What does it say about me that I'm not? good at this. But that's fascinating because at the same time, in order to say that, you're not seeing the value of being the visionary. You're not seeing how incredible that value is and how intricate that piece needs to be to work with the person who's actually is the manager in order to make the whole thing move forward.
0: I mean, his question was, what's wrong with me? Like what's wrong yeah, with me that I yeah. can't lead that I'm bad at this?
1: I'm sure it like, was. What's
0: wrong with me that I'm bad at this? And I just keep thinking of so many visionaries. You got Richard Branson, you got Oprah, you've got all these people. They don't, they don't manage people. No. They don't they don't lead their teams. No. They've got they a don't. much bigger vision. They need someone to translate that vision that can then go and do the things to help that vision come to fruition. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And without it, they, they stay completely stuck or, and, and miserable. You know, the, if you look at, um, you know, it makes me wonder, Steph, when you think about the, the percentages, the statistics of businesses that go under in the first year, the first five years, when it's like, how many of these things do people not see that cause them to go under? Right? Because they get completely stuck by their own paradigm. They can't. Every,
0: every one of them. They I can't would, see. I mean.
1: Yeah, well, I think that there's, I think there's several different things that if a person doesn't master or understand, it could cause the business to collapse at any moment in time. Because if you're, if you are moving forward, you are putting more pressure on that company, uh, and you're not necessarily doing it correctly, right? So what so you're, you're
0: talking about is ignorance versus versus blind spot.
1: That's right. Yeah, okay. yeah, ignorance versus blind spot. Many people started a business. I started a business, didn't know anything I was doing, had to learn. As I went, and as i'm learning i'm putting stress on responsibility that i don 't know necessarily how to take care of right so it's kind of like you're stressing you're, you're stressing the structure of a building in the wrong way and it can't handle it and it collapses if you don't if you're not able to see that and make that course correction in time you know you could definitely you could definitely lose it um, but in order for in order for any company to like really catapult itself forward from the perspective of having well-run teams and systems that person's got to come in and you've got to get the hell out of the way so that they can actually create that cultivate it and yeah. move it forward
0: And it's it's scary because you got to let go yeah. of control
1: that is very scary letting go of control <laughs> for us people that have control issues
0: yeah i mean you build trust obviously yeah, trust is earned course. you're not just gonna hire an integrator and say you know here you go, right it's it built, it's built over time, but you do need to you need to step back
1: yeah it, there's it there's a lot of skill set in that, but today what we're talking about today is not even being able to see it to begin with right which is that's a totally different problem right that's a totally different and,
0: problem. and uh, you know I also see this in in terms of um pricing like I see huge blind spots in pricing and sometimes like what um well an example, I suppose I can give this example. So, we've got clients um, who are brilliant at lead generation <laughs> um, and specifically lead generation through LinkedIn. In fact, they have a done for you service where now people are going to be reaching out to me asking for referrals. Um, they have a done for you service where they cultivate leads from LinkedIn. Okay. Um, that are targeted and highly qualified, so unlike Facebook, where you do ad you spend and then it's very it's much more difficult to get qualified ads. Right. They get high qualified or qualified leads. They get highly qualified leads from LinkedIn. These are okay. business owners. These are not, you know, just they're very targeted. And they have been doing this for clients for years and had perfected a system and then created a uh, a program where they were going to teach other business owners or the team members of business owners how to do this, um, and and they get on the phone with me and they're like, you know, we really want to launch this this program. Um, and my first question is, well, what's the return on investment? Mm-hmm. Right, like if I didn't know what the price that they were asking for it, what's the return on the investment? And they're like, well. They usually get, you know, three to five leads. And I'm I'm guessing, I I'm don't doing my email in front of me. They usually get about three to five leads per month. And out of those three to five leads, generally one to two of them convert. So, you know, probably depending on the the price of what they're offering, it could be anywhere return investment from of like, they make $5,000 and they can make up to 30 to even $40,000 depending on what they're selling.
1: Sure.
0: And I'm sitting there thinking, holy crap, this is amazing. Like this is huge value. Like that's a that's a guaranteed return on your investment, right? Like yeah. you're going to just teach someone how they can get these highly qualified leads, book them on their calendar and then close them into sales. I didn't know anybody that was that was doing this, quite honestly in terms of LinkedIn. Um and I said, "Well, what do you what are you thinking of pricing this program at?" And they had told me that they had previously priced it at something like $375. And I I about like You know, I'm not really good at, at containing my facial expressions. (laughs) I don't have a very good poker face.
1: No, you don't. And they were on zoom
0: with me and I was like, oh my God. And they were like, what is that? That too much. And I was like, guys, this is a return on investment month over month. Like you could charge $20,000 for this program because they're going to use this and generate leads for themselves. For months and months and months, which leads yeah. to hundreds of thousands of dollars of business. Yeah. And they looked at me like, oh, <laughs> and so this is why I know this wasn't ignorance. This was a blind spot. They had been doing this for their clients. They had been getting their clients this return on their investment, but they hadn't translated it to this is what this program is worth there you go. because they were having a problem with their own self-worth. And I had to like point out the value in this program. Like I, I was like over the moon excited about this because the market's built in the return on investment is, is pretty much guaranteed. If they do what they do, the program, they'll get the leads, they'll get the sales. Like it all, it checked all the boxes of a program that would sell really, really well. And they've got case studies, they've got testimonials, they've got social proof that says this is like, this actually really works Yep. and they did not see the
1: value. It's fascinating. And that's,
0: that's going from like $375. I think they're, I think they decided they were going to offer it around 5,000, which is a really good deal. Wow. I mean, how many times is that, that they just increased their income when they sell this and they didn't even see that that was, that that was a possibility.
1: People, people see the value of what they think they are, not what they have. Oh, you know, it's uh it's an interesting, it's an interesting phenomenon, but one of the, one of the hardest things for people to do is to understand how to charge and what to charge. And then when they, even if they get it right to be able to implement it where they're actually doing it, where they can actually ask somebody for that money because they haven't reconciled their own internal worth, you know? And the other thing is, is that a lot of times they don't understand where the value is in the product or or what they're doing. They don't don't know how to decipher that and, and determine what it is. Um, which can definitely cause a blind spot on top of it. But that's, you know, that's it. That's very interesting. There's, a, there's so many people that do this.
0: You know, every, every, every private client we work with, we help them overcome blind spots on a, you know, on a regular basis, yeah. right? Because there's always that next. There's always that thing that you can't see that you need someone to ask a different question that's going to help you see it for yourself. Right. right, right. And that's really how you become aware of a blind spot is someone, someone asks you a question that gets you to see something different than you'd seen it before, or points out something that seems so obvious to them that isn't obvious to you.
1: Yeah. That's why a coach is vitally important to to your business. That's what we do. Yeah. Right. There's, there's gold in them, their Hills, you know, like it's an, I'm teasing, but I'm, but I'm being very serious. What you're not earning, what you can't see, you won't earn, you know, um, just having somebody point something out or, or show you something so that you can understand it and to have your own internal worth adjusted based on what's at what, you're, what you're actually doing in life changes everything about how you see things, what you're worth, the value that you bring to the client base. Um, it's extraordinary. On what happens, and if and here's the thing: if you're not raised that way, you will never see it on your own. I've never met anybody that saw it on their own. Everybody has somebody in their life that points these things out to them Mm -hmm. when they start actually looking for it. You know, like look at my story. Nobody in my in my history in my sphere could see anything, Mm -mm. right? But when I got out of my sphere, that totally that made I'm glad that I was able to see it for myself in that one in that one spot but then that led me to my mentor and I and I and I remember him saying he didn't say this directly to me but he said this to a group of people and I had not hired him as my coach yet he said if you hire me as your coach I'll probably save you 10 years and I instantly knew what he was saying was correct. Yeah. Because had I had him, I wouldn't have made the mistakes or stayed stuck as long as I was stuck making poor decisions.
0: Right. Amazing. Oh, I love this topic. Yeah, it's really great. Thanks for jamming with me on it today. Absolutely.
1: David. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is probably one of the most important teachings you will ever hear that can literally where you could hear something and it starts to advance you forward towards bigger and greater decisions because it helps you see the things that you don't see that are going to move you into the area that you want to go in your life and your business. This is one that I would suggest you go back and listen to again. But thanks for listening. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the
0: Successful Mind Podcast. If you like what you've heard and you want to know more, go to lifeisnowinc.com.